what a mighty God we see. You know, I must admit to you that the Spirit of God dealt with me very strongly and very heavily today as I've been in my word. I mean, I tell you, I'm just falling deeper and deeper and deeper, deeper in love with the word of God. You know, the Bible says, Job said, I've seen the word of God more than my necessary food. This is something that we say, but it's not really it's just a part of something that we say in church. We don't love him. I think that all of you should read the 119th Psalm. Read through the whole chapter. The 119th Psalm is so powerful. It's David's love affair with the word of God. And one minute he calls it the word. Sometimes he calls it law. Sometimes he calls it precepts. Sometimes he calls it uh, uh, word, whatever it is, just like a wife. Sometimes you may call a baby, sweetie, darling, dear, but it's all the same person. And David in the 119th Psalm is just having a love affair with the word of God. Oh, how I wish the body of Christ would have a love affair with God and just fall deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper in love with him. This is something that you need to do. It's my desire to put a birth and a hunger in you to get in his word. We are just so worldly. First John 2 declares, love not the world. I believe it's fifteen sixteen. Love not the world, neither the things that are in it. All that is in the world is the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and it is the pride of life. And I'm learning that more and more and every day. I just want to be simple. I believe that's Romans 16. So when it comes to the things of the world, we should be simpletons. We should be ignorant. We should not know what's going on in the world. We are so in tune with the world. We are so in tune with the news. We are so in tune with reality shows and dramas and movies and who's this and who's that, all in the name of trying to be relevant. Jesus did none of that, and all of history knows who he is because he never promoted himself. He just always did those things that pleased the Father. That's what I'm learning to do. Listen, the Spirit of God dealt with me very strongly. You know, I've been traveling now since 2006, probably on a large scale. I traveled before the end of 2004. But 2006, so from 2006 to 2019, wow, in about 13 years, I've been traveling all over this globe preaching the unadulterated gospel of Jesus Christ unadulterated gospel of Jesus Christ with grace now have a little grace edge on it. But I am so focused. I am so on point. I am right where I need to be. And I want to tell you all that are listening to me that the Lord dealt with me and said we are in the month of June and we are at a major precipice. You know, there are 12 months in a year. And we're in the sixth month. This is half time. And I need you to hear me by the spirit of grace because we are getting ready to enter into a major year in 2020. And this is halftime, and God has given you an opportunity to set things in order, get your space, get your place, know exactly what you're supposed to do and how you're supposed to be doing it. I received a very strong word from the Lord. I vowed to my church this week that I'm going to be in the gym for the next 30 days working out because God told me at the beginning of the year that this is an hour that we needed to get our temples in place. 
And I said, Lord, why? I mean, why? I mean, y'all listen to me. I, I don't think I'm lazy. I could be a little tired a lot, but I'm not lazy. And I'm trying to work out. I had to work out, started, and then something happened to one of my keys. I lost my farm, so I wasn't going to the gym. But the Lord got on me and said, I need you in shape. And I kept saying, God, why? And he said to me, to house my glory. There's a glory coming. There's a glory that's about to be released. The Bible declares in Romans 8.18, For I reckon that the suffering of this present time is not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed. There's a glory coming. There's an anointing coming. There is something that God is getting ready to pour out on those who are ready, those who will avail themselves. Now, remember, our spirit man already has it, but there's a greater dimension that he's given to manifest through our soul into our body. And if we are not in shape, we're not eating right, amen, if we're not taking care of ourselves, if we're not exercising and spending that time with God that we need to spend, we're not going to be able to handle what heaven is about to pour out on us. So the Lord dealt with me and said, son, you need to get in place, get in shape, get in the position that you need to get in, get in prayer, fast, study, do the things that you need to do because this is getting ready to be an extremely pivotal year. I share with you that I believe that Donald Trump will be president again. I really believe that by the spirit of grace, but I also believe and there will be great attacks come against him going into his second term of presidency. And he will need the prayers of the righteous like never before. We are in the sixth month. We are in the sixth month. And you're going to look on the news probably maybe this summer or going into the, this year. But you're going to look on the news and there's an issue going to come up with two sisters. I don't know if they're going to be twins. I don't know if these two women are going to be abducted. I don't know if two sisters are going to be lost. But it's going to make all headline news, something with two sisters. And I want us to be praying because there is an attack that seemingly the enemy is really going to come against children in this hour. I see children being kidnapped. So I'm giving a clarion call and a 911 to be very prayerful of kids in this hour. Because I see an attack coming against our children on a large scale. I mean, kidnapped and just story after story. You know, I promise I didn't told you all that school shootings were going to become the norm, and they have. School shootings are so normal now. I remember when Columbine happened about 20 years ago. That stayed on the news for three months. Now scootings are so regular, you hear about them for two or three days. And we just move on because it's becoming a part of our culture. Well, this kidnapping thing is something that we really need to pray for. And we really need to intercede for in this last hour because I see children just being kidnapped one behind another. And I see a lot of, I think they call them amber alerts of children that are missing. And this is something that's going to be on the news. But I see a specific case as it pertains to two sisters. Two young ladies, something's going to happen. Uh, they may be twins, but this is going to be a huge case. They may even die. Uh, I, I really believe that this is something 
that we need to be praying for in this hour. I'm also very led by the Spirit to tell you all to pray for Steph Curry. I see him all over the news, and it has something to do with admitting. I don't know if there's an injury going to take place or he's going to be admitted into a hospital. I don't know if um, he's going to admit something, but I feel very led to pray for him in this hour. And I need you to hear me all because, see, in the hour we're living in, there are no true problems. Again, I want to say that carefully. In the hour we're living in, there are not many true prophets. There are pure FITSs. This is, and I'm sorry for saying that that way. There are many people who can prophesy personal prophecy, which I think is an absolute wonderful gift and ability. But not too many people are in tune with the voice of God, the will of God, and where God is taking the church now. We are in a very strategic place in the body of Christ. This is not a time to be playing games. This is not a time to be up and down and in and out and not sure what's going on. But your calling and your election must be sure. And if it is not sure, you're going to find yourself in the wrong place. That's why the Lord had me to release that very strong word on the other day. God told me to release a very strong word to the body of Christ, to let the body of Christ know what is coming and the need for you to be in order, for you to have you a pastor, for you to have you a leader, for you to have you an apostle. Ephesians 4 and 11 declares that he gave us these gifts for the perfecting of the saints. And see, if you're not in line, if you're not in tune, if you're not where you need to be and in right standing with the Lord, you are going to miss something that is extremely pivotal in this hour. And I know it comes with a very strong word, and I need you all to hear me today because, see, everybody is going with what's popular. But if you look at Jesus, Jesus would not be popular today. He had masses following him until he really gave them the real uh, 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 definition of what it is to be a real disciple. And it's being willing to leave all for him. And how many of us are willing to leave all? You love your mother. You love your dad. You love your sister and your brother. You love all of your family, which I think is wonderful. But God said to be my disciple, you got to hate mama, daddy, and sister and brother. I love my mama. I love my daddy. I revere my family. But when it comes to God, I have no family. And it's very clear. Some of you say that, but you don't believe that. Are we really willing to leave all? Because this gospel that we are preaching is going to cost you, and it will cost you friends, and it will cost you relatives. And you need to begin to examine yourself and ask yourself, are you just a believer or are you a disciple? Are you just a follower or are you really a disciple? God commanded us to make disciples. And some of us are going to churches on Sunday and on Tuesday and on Wednesdays and Thursdays, but we're not putting the time in with God to become genuine disciples, to be a reproduction of Jesus in the earth. My God, when you walk in a room, cancer should dry up. When you walk in a room, sickness should leave bodies. When you walk in a room, demons should cry. I mean, you must get to a place that you are so full of God and so full of him 
that nothing offends you. Psalm 119, 165. Great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. We got to come back to the plumb line. This is something that the Spirit of God is dealing with me very strong about, about maintaining honor, about walking in humility, about making sure we treat every situation right. Don't be pulled into situations. Stay humble and stay broken. And I'm telling you this by the Spirit of God, that God has given me a word, and this word that he's given me is a word that you need to be connected to an apostolic and a prophetic anointing. And I'm not talking about people that just apostolic because they say they're apostolic. I mean, even apostolic in word. Hallelujah. Apostolic in scripture that will sit down and give you revelation, understanding. Not psychology, not philosophy, not this worldly, feminist, ungodly, demonic stuff. I'm talking about preaching the word of God with clarity, with precision. I mean, undeniable power of God. I need you to hear me today by the spirit of grace. We are in the month of June. And God said to me, that there are many of you who started in January for two weeks, you were good. And then you lose focus. And then you started back in February, and then you lost focus. At KCC, we have already done about 20 weeks of consecration because the Lord said to us that this would be a year of it, not 20, maybe 13 weeks of consecration because the Lord said this would be a year of extreme consecration. And they're off right now, and then we're getting ready to start another consecration in a couple of weeks because the Lord has commissioned us to consecrate ourselves, to lay on our face before him, to pray like never before, to fast, to shut in, hallelujah, to shut in with God, to call on him so that we can receive everything that we need from God. But I'm telling you right now that so many people are not willing to consecrate themselves because we lack the spirit of obedience. I've challenged everyone I know to get the book by Andrew Murray called The Life of Obedience. Powerful book. An extremely powerful book. The Life of Obedience by Andrew Murray. It will change your life. It will cause you to understand that Jesus, though he was a son, Hebrews 5 and 7, he learned obedience by the things in which he suffered. Now, I need you to hear me today because I know I heard the Spirit of God say to me, he said, son, if people don't get it right in this hour, we are going to begin to see Ananias and Sapphira take place. It's not God killing people, but it's sin and it's the enemy that comes to steal, kill, and destroy. That when you're not in the right place, there's a door for the devil to come in. The Lord said to me, is that if people do not get in the place that they're supposed to be, submitted where they're supposed to be, if they don't take on the obedient spirit of not even asking questions, the Lord said to me, the only one who asks questions is the unsubmitted. Jesus obeyed his father even to the death of the cross and only asked a question one time. He only asked why one time, and the one time he asked why, I need you to notice that the one time he asked why was when he was taken on sin on the cross. It is when you are out 
and disconnected from the Father that you begin to ask why. Because as long as you are connected, you will never ask why. You will only do those things that please the Father. When you have a pasture and you begin to ask why, it's because you're disconnected. When you have a leader and you begin to ask why, it's because you're disconnected. When you have a husband, woman, and you begin to ask why, it's because you're not one. Because if I'm one, I don't question it. I obey it. I'm completely submitted to it. And God is bringing the church into this place because things are slowly getting ready to be taken away from us. And the Lord is showing me the hearts of those close to me. He's showing me people's motives and intentions. He's keeping me forever on my face, laying before him and staying before him on a daily basis because there is something that he has in store for us. I need you to listen to me, and I want you to hear me very well. I'm not going to hold you. I know some of you always think that everything is a game. This is not for everybody. But I know by the spirit of grace that the Lord has given me a strong challenge to challenge you to take on an obedient spirit, to take on a spirit of submission, to take on a spirit that whatever he asks you to do, you do it. It was the prophet who showed up and said, bake me a cake first. What do you have in your house? Right now, I had a situation come up, and I reached out to a man of God and said, hey, I'm sowing a seed because I believe in miracles. Captain Kuhlman says, I believe in miracles because I believe in God. This is the hour where God is getting ready to pour out blessings like you've never seen. And I'm telling you that there's an attack coming against children, and there's an attack coming against your grandbabies and nieces and nephews. But God reveals to redeem. Surely the Lord God doeth nothing, Amos 3 and 7. But his secrets, he reveals. Hey, to his prophets, one day I'll explain to you the difference between secrets and mysteries. Apostles get mysteries. Prophets get secrets. There are secrets that are going on in your life, and I've been giving myself to prayer. All of you who have not joined, you should become a part of my Deep to Deep or my Inside Edition group where I can be your prophet for the next 12 months, month by month, give you the word of the Lord for your life, month by month. This is something that you should be a part of, or you can be a part of the Deep to Deep where I just minister to you and then go deeper and deeper into what God is showing me concerning your life. I'm getting so many testimonies all over the world of things that God has spoken to me, and we're seeing these things manifest. I just got off the phone with Bishop William Murphy today, and he said, Prophet Khan, you told me that I was going to get a brand new, that, I was, that there was a leak in my roof at my church, and Bishop Murphy, you told me, Bishop Murphy called me, he said, you told me don't worry about it. My insurance was going to take about it. My insurance was going to take care of it. He said three insurance companies had already turned me down, but you told me that my insurance would take care of it. He said, I went to my board meeting, and when I got inside of my board meeting, I asked my board, I said, hey, y'all, the prophet said that the insurance company was going to take care of it. 
and that's what we're going to put our faith toward. He said someone yelled out in the board meeting and said, Prophet Khan, you know, he's a good guy, but he misses it sometimes. That's what they said. And guess what Bishop Murphy did? He fired that individual. See, when God speaks a word, you have to get away from anybody that doesn't have any faith. Because though the vision tarry, you got to wait for it. Because at the end, it's going to speak. The young man said, you know, Prophet Khan misses it sometimes. He fired the young man. Not only was his roof fixed, but they replaced his roof, gave him a brand new roof, and he didn't have to pay a dime. Because he did what Second Chronicles 20 and 20 said. Believe the prophet, and so shall you prosper. It is one word from a man of God that can change your life. We need to pray for the children. There are some of you who are listening. You may be a part of KCC. There are others of you who are listening who are not a part of KCC. And at your church, to your pastors, to your leaders, you need to tell them, God is asking us to pray for the children. All during college, all during summer, there's an attack that will come against the children. And this is something that we need to pray for. Fires are going to be at an all-time high, and we need to pray for theme parks. But again, we need to pray for the children because I see an attack against those children. And I'm believing God that the children of anybody who is on this line and anyone who is connected and anyone who's connected to you will be covered under the blood because you heed it to the clarion call. I curse every stray bullet. I curse Monday. I curse every sickness and infirmity. I curse every disease. And I decree that the favor of God will hit your children like never before. It is obedience. We are in the sixth month. You are in between now and 2020. You cannot afford to miss this. This is an extremely important moment. Some of you say, probably Khan, I need God to move. Well, first of all, God has already moved. But God spoke to me last month and said, listen, son. You need to be aggressive in your giving. You need too much. You have too many things before me. And you need to be aggressive in your giving. I said aggressive. He said aggressive. I feel the anointing now, y'all. Hallelujah. I feel the anointing on me so strong. He said you need to be aggressive in your giving. I said aggressive. He said aggressive. I said aggressive. He said it again. Aggressive. So here's the word of the Lord that God has given me. And this is something that I, God told me to do. There are 100 people on this call. Not for everybody, but it's 100. And all 100 of you, I'm going to send you this pen. The Bible declares that when the children of Israel came, when the death angel came, all those who had the blood over their doorposts, he said, when I see the blood, I will pass over you. I know I'm going to say something that doesn't make sense. And I know you say, Brother God, what are you saying? I'm telling you that God has given me an instruction. And when the attack gets ready to come against your children, 
There is a memorial of a seed that you are sowing today that's going to cover your children, your nieces, your nephews, your families, but especially children, whether it be a niece, whether it be a nephew, whether it be a cousin. There is a covering that is coming on you today because of your obedience to the man of God. I know this in the, my God, I feel the anointing so strong. I know this in the Holy Ghost that God has given me, that God has given me this instruction because there's an attack coming against the children. You will turn on your news in the next couple of days, local news, national news, and you will hear of kidnappings, you will hear of children that seemingly have gone missing. I'm talking about big cases that are going to happen, and we need to pray for our children. There are a hundred of you right now. You're going to sow this seed of $100. There are 100 of you who are going to sow a seed of $100. And I'm going to send you a thread, a garment that God told me to send you. And this, when the enemy sees it, he will pass over your bloodline. There are 100 of you who are to send a seed of $100. There are 10 of you who are to, my God, I feel the anointing on me so strong. There are 10 of you who are to sow a seed of, my God, I feel the anointing. Father, if the things that I'm saying is for my personal gain tonight, if the word that I'm speaking is for me, may my tongue cleave to the roof of my mouth, and may there be a curse upon my life and ministry from this day forward. But if what I'm saying is what I believe you said to me and what you have shown me, I'm decreeing today that there shall be a manifestation of the word of the Lord that came out of my mouth. You all, I feel the anointing on me so strong. And some of you may say, man of God, the $100 is the last $100 I have. I'm telling you that the man of God showed up to the woman in Second Kings 4 and said, what do you have in your house? She said, I have nothing save a pot of oil. And he said, we're going to use that. Take that $100 seed. I'm going to sow this, 1000 there are 10 of you who God is challenging me to challenge you to give a $1,000 seed. And again, I will be calling you in the next seven days to share with you something that I believe God would have me to share with you. But there are 100 of you that I'll be sending you something to cover your children, to cover your house to cover your family, and death will not come now your dwelling. It is not the signet. It is not the money. It is the obedience. God could have covered the children of Israel, but they had to follow an instruction, put blood on the doorposts, and when I see the blood, I will pass over you. There are 100 of you. Go to briancarn.com or briancarn.org. So that seed of $100. There are 25 of you who said, I can't give it online, and that's fine, because I want your seed to hit me in my hand. So you can give it P. 
P.O. Box 11507, Jacksonville, Florida, 32239. Whoever you are, you need to move quickly and obey this instruction for your children, for your nieces, for your nephews. P.O. Box 11507, Jacksonville, Florida, 32239. BrianCarn.com, BrianCarn.org. Sow that seed in faith today. And watch. My God, I feel the anointing on me so strong, y'all. Father, I thank you for your presence. And let it be a confirmation of what I said. And there are ten of you who are to give a seed of $1,000. If you're sitting there and you're wondering, how do I know it's me? It's you. Jackie, it's you. I don't know who that Jacqueline is, but the Lord is speaking to me about you right now. I don't know who that person is in Tennessee, but the Lord is speaking to you right now. The woman listening to me from the state of Texas, the Lord is speaking to you right now. If it can't get through, keep giving, keep going until you sow your seed and put it in the ground. But there are 100 of you that will receive something from me in the next two or three weeks. And there are 10 of you who are the sole seed of $1,000. Why, prophet? Only the unsubmitted, X, Y. Only the one who wants to be comfortable, X, Y. But though he was a son, he was five and seven, he learned obedience by the things he suffered. Father, I thank you for this anointing that is flowing through this call. I thank you for your presence, and I thank you for your power. Lord, only you can speak to an individual and cause them to sow. Only you can show the individuals on this call. Only you can show them my heart and what you've shown me. Now, Father, I thank you that you will speak to 100 people and you have spoken to 10 people right now to sow a seed of $1,000. We know that if you don't do it, it can be done. So I thank you for those people who are obeying you and are moving right now in faith because they know that it is already done in Jesus' name. Lift your voice for the next 30 seconds, whoever you are. Open your mouth and begin to praise God. Hallelujah. Vini ni ni kika sandele meketola. Ledo lobo sita la manda la maka. Bravi dilivi klistele lendolo robo robo kusha. Labrandele mekika talabanda la hosisisi la basha. Thank you, Master. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. So mande mekeke la makashita. Sita la bako shetele mandalo. Ubada shandibye kele mosi. Sina na mama sa kandala mokukosa.
Rabandele mekekete tantala mokukuti bibikikeisha. Ushaba hala musande. Mende mekila mandala masa. Ulalabasa telemendala mokukuribia. Father, I desire to be obedient. I desire not to be comfortable, but to be faithful and obedient. I desire to do whatever you tell me to do. I don't care if it's getting in that gym, y'all. You got to get in that gym. I don't care if it's praying. Pray. I don't care if it's fasting. Fast. But whatever he tells you to do, you make it your business to do it in this hour. Because of how we live in here, you need to make it your business to follow him. Because when your obedience is fulfilled, then you can avenge all disobedience. You got to fulfill your obedience. That's the word. Jesus said, I have need to be baptized of you. Why? You're Jesus. He said that all righteousness be fulfilled. I got to be obedient. I'm God, but I got to be obedient. So let's move. In faith, let's trust him. You do what he says. There are a hundred of you that are moving right now. There are ten of you that are giving that seed of a thousand. Some of you may be led to give 200. Some of you may be led to give a million. doesn't matter. But I know God spoke to me. As a matter of fact, there are 50 of you that the Lord is challenging you to give a $200 seed. There are 50 of you. The Lord just impressed that in my spirit, that there are 50 of you that are impressed to give a $200 seed. All of you will be hearing from me in the next couple of days. But I'll be sending you something to put on your doorpost, to put on your door. I don't care who called you crazy. It's going to cover your house. You hear me? May the favor of God be your portion. May no weapon formed against you prosper. May an obedient spirit come upon you. And may you have no rest until you obey exactly what he's spoken to you through the mouth of the prophet. Believe this prophet, his prophets, and you shall prosper. BrianCarn.com, BrianCarn.org. P.O. Box 11507, Jacksonville, Florida, 32239. Sow your seed quickly. Get it in the ground so that I can start working on what I need to work on to get you what you need. You are blessed. More grace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.